Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back to Supercoach Corner, brought to you by Moneyball, Australia's favourite daily fantasy sports platform. Natty, welcome back, mate. How are you? Yeah, mate, good. Um, good to be back on. Let's uh, pull the curtain back here. This is the second time we'll be running this fullback uh, little segment, so if we don't get it right here, well, I'm dead set not here, mate. We should nail this. I'm not coming back a third time. Let's get stuck <laughs> into it. Picked up by Tom Dravojevic, only one to beat, chasing Turbo Tom. I've got number one on my list. Um, injuries is obviously a worry, but I've got Tommy Travojevic. How do you feel about that? Yeah, look, I can't argue with you, mate, but um, I've got Teddy at number one just because of that hamstring with Turbo. Um, and just the way Turbo's built, like he's a lengthy, lanky thing. Um, now he's starting to twinge that hamstring, and we know how ongoing those injuries can be. So that sort of puts Turbo back into number two for me, just that worry about the injury. But um, both of them, just elite, elite fullbacks. You really can't go wrong with either of them, can you? No, no, no way. I mean, if you just look at some some of the stats, Teddy, he averaged 103 from round 18 onwards. And um, what, we got Turbo here with the four games in 80 minutes. Four, uh, four of those were, four out of the 10 games were 100 plus games. Um, and two of those were 150 plus. So, I mean, you're talking blokes that you get in your team that are literally going to win you games and win you comps. Tell me, in your opinion, um, James Tedesco for 2020, Cronk's left, uh, Flanagan's in. How do you see it affecting James Tedesco? Look, I, I, it's more like not what they've lost, but what they're going to gain in Kiri. I think he steps up and goes to another level in 2020. Um, it'll be Kiri's team, and I think uh, Teddy just uh, continues with what he was doing towards the back end of last year is sweeping around, just hooking up with, um, with Kiri on that left edge side. Cause we know that's the potent side. I mean, seven tackle breaks a game. It doesn't matter if they get him, get him the ball in the back line or not. He's going to find the ball. And he's going to do a lot with it. Bloke averaged 103 points over the last eight games last year. Yep. Yep. His run home was 
just uh, short of magnificent. Um, I mean, it's hard to top, but I do see him averaging over 80 um, in 2020. So he's still that one and two pick for your draft for sure. The one reason I've gone turbo over Teddy, um, I've looked at their run home. Supercoach finals, you know, they kick off in round 22, run through to round 26. Manly play Newcastle, New Zealand, Penrith. You tell me who they play in, in round 25 to, for the Supercoach grand final. Who, who, are we, who are we talking here? Titans? Dogs? We're talking Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, We're okay, talking so. Saturday afternoon, Gold Coast. Dry track. So 200 points there. Captain him, you get 400 points. That's um, that's your championship ring right there. Red Easy. Rover. But he's got to get there first. He's yeah, gotta, that's he's the worry. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to get there. So, but if you, if you draft him and he stays healthy... You've won the lotto. That's it, it's a it's a risk versus reward game, super coach, especially in the draft side of things. And if you're willing to take that risk with that injury and that he'll stay healthy, um, man, he is he is manly. And if he's healthy, their attack is going to be humming, and and he's just going to be putting up those tons. No no doubt about it. As we said, you can't go wrong with either of those two. Um, we're splitting hairs here, really, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, but look, yeah, they're going early, and. Um, I'm nowhere near the top of the draft in my league, so I don't have to worry about him. Number three on my list, I've gone with little Pappy. Tell me, what are your thoughts on Pappy for 2020? Yeah, this is where we start um, having a bit of a difference of opinion here, mate. Look, look, little Pappy, you can't argue with the stats. You know, 55 average, but in the 80-minute games that he played, he was averaging something like 95. It's just freakish what he can do. I think it was over... Go 51 minutes and he 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 got over 100 points and then and then 30 something minutes he he scored 100 and something something crazy like that I haven't got it in front of me but look the the fact of the matter is he's a freak but the things that worry me is his 80 kilo frame and the fact that teams have got some video on him now so they're going to know how to defend him they're going to know what sort of game that he's going to play when he gets the ball. And the other thing that I'm worried about as well is the, the, the chatter about Cooper Johns being in the mix for a half spot. Where does Hughes go? Does Papi go back to the bench as an impact player? Because everyone knows that he's one of the best impact players out there. Um, and then if you spend a, a round one, round two pick on him and then he goes to the bench, you'll be kicking yourself. If Pappenhausen isn't the first choice fullback for the Melbourne Storm in 2020, salt and pepper my hat because I will be eating it, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I get you. Well, just let's just um, have a chat about it then. So Hughes is floating around now because Cooper Johns is playing in the halves as a halfback. So Hughes goes to the bench. Pappenhausen stays fullback. Possibly Hughes to the centres wouldn't shock me in the slightest. Yeah, look, that that makes a lot more sense, and I guess that's what everyone's praying for if this sort of caper does go down. But it's just something to keep in the back of your mind when you're drafting because you just don't know what Bellamy's going to do. And it's it's clear that he, he he wants a general in there at halfback, and Hughes definitely isn't. Um, and you know we know what Munster's like; he's just a running five eight. So. We'll see how it goes. Look, if you like Lil Papi, you're going to have to reach for him at some point in the draft, and round two is probably where you're going to get him, and it might pay off and could be a steal. I'm really looking forward to seeing him with a full preseason down in Melbourne. Um, you know, giving 
Bellamy, Munster, Smith, the opportunity to work with him for three or four months on fitting him into their structures and their shapes. I, I just think it could be anything for 2020. It's something I'm really excited about for next season. Let's move on to number four on my list. Uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek finished 2019 with a 71 average. How do you feel about him coming into 2020? Love him, mate. I had him all of last year. Um thing with Roger's game last year was that um, it was just super consistent. Not not too many tons. He got maybe two, not too many tries, but just solid 70-plus games, 60-plus games. PPM was up to 0.88. I mean, in a team that really was struggling to attack and win games, he was just everywhere. He was just doing everything. So um, do I think he tops that 70 it's hard to say. I think he'll be thereabouts. I think he'll be high 60s, early 70s for sure, just because anywhere on the park where the Warriors are looking to attack or make some moves, he's in it. And his last five games of 2019, he played the Roosters, Manly, Cronulla, Canberra, and South Sydney. So all top eight teams. He still averaged 66 points. Mate, he's, um, he's elite. And... What's starting to develop as well is his, his ball playing skills and um and making the most of the blokes around him and inside him as well. So I like that. Um, but yeah, just just playing for the Warriors. That's the only downside. It's a tough gig every Saturday afternoon, isn't it? Bloody oath, mate. Bloody oath. Winning enough of my multis every week. I don't, I don't know if I can do it with my super coach team as well. It's one of my steadfast rules with punting. Um, I don't bet on um the New Zealand Warriors at all. Yeah, fair shout. I used to have no betting on any team with Chris Sando. Okay, yeah, fair call. That's nice, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Sando, nice. That's a, that's a throwback. Tell me about it. I don't, I don't want to think about it. Number five, let's go to Latrell Mitchell. I'm a huge fan of the Latrell Mitchell signing. If you do draft him, though, it is a long-term investment. Do not get to round five and round six and see that he's hit a few 50s, a couple of 40s. He's not playing his best, most damaging footy that we saw at the Roosters. It's going to take time for him to warm up. By the time Supercoach Finals comes around, I believe you will have a genuine gun at fullback in Latrell Mitchell. What are your thoughts on him, Natty? Yeah, mate, you're dead right. Um, He will start the season slow. People are divided with Latrell. You're either a yay or nay camp. But uh, look, I'm yay. I think I think he's going to do great things at South at fullback. I'm not really worried about um, losing the goal kicking because he makes that up um, in base stats from hit-ups and tackle breaks anyway. So you're not going to lose much there. Um, just the fact that He's uh, playing at a Bennett and that uh, that cultural significance down there in Redfern, I think that's a big thing. We know that Luttrell plays his best when he's happy and confident, and I think that's what he'll get at South. End of the day with his goal-kicking too, I mean, be realistic here, Adam Reynolds has been made of glass the last few years. At some point, Luttrell Mitchell is still going to kick plenty of goals, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, you're dead right. Yeah, Adam Reynolds, he's held together by peanut butter, so... He, he could uh, he could do a hammy slot one over and then for the rest of the year Latrell takes the goal kick and you just don't know and that's just an added bonus I think he'll be fine I think he'll do more than his average from 2019 so if he does get the goal kick at some point that's just a nice little cherry on top let's move to number six and this one probably divided us more than any other I've got Ponger at number six on my list simply because hey everyone I've been on the go recently Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, 
you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. I was a bit worried about the new coach, and he didn't fill me with confidence at the end of last year. He averaged 48 points over his last six rounds and 34 over his last three games where he played the Gold Coast, West Tigers, and the Panthers. Three bottom eight teams. Changed my mind on Kalen Ponga. Yep. All about him, mate. Um, I'm I'm big on Kalen Ponga for 2020. I just think I just think he goes one better. 68 points, really, without looking like he was doing anything, like he was running at 60%. I think that new coach, even though maybe a bit rusty towards the the end of the year, I think he brings a new life into this team. I think the players will be uh, rejuvenated, ready to play. So, I mean, we know what he's capable of. He's a tackle-busting machine, skillful with the ball. He's got one of the best left-to-right passes in the game. Every time he passes it, I get movement in my pants. I just think he's just going to have a fantastic year, and I'd be taking him uh, in the first round, and I'll take him above um, RTS for sure, uh, especially with that goal-kicking. All right, tell me this. Do you take him before RTS if you know that in round one, Mason Lee knows at 5-8? Definitely makes things interesting. Uh, you've put me on the spot there. I might take him. I might take him just because I think Newcastle are going to be a better attacking team than the Warriors this year. So I think overall the Knights will have more super coach points in them. Um, so I think Ponga will benefit from that. Let's move on to number seven. Uh, he's returning from the NFL. Val Holmes. Last time we saw him in the NRL was in 2018. Over those last 14 games, he he had an average of 87, which was beyond belief. I think a lot of people are forgetting the 18 months before that, though, where he just looked out of sorts for me. I, I didn't think he was a fullback all the way until halfway through 2018, to be honest with you. How do you see him shaping up in 2020? Yeah, that's it. Um, You've got to take the good with the bad there. So from rounds 12 onwards... Averaged a very sexy 90, um, helped with 131 and 127 in the last two rounds. But up to that point, up to round 11, he averaged 42. So you've got to factor that in there as well. So it brings back that 90. You know, you're looking at a 60 average is probably where he's going to sit out for 2020. People are worried about his size, about being a bit bulkier, but he's had a full preseason up there in Townsville, <laughs> sweating like a, a pedophile at a, at a Wiggles concert. So... He'll be fine. He'll be fit. He'll be ready to go. You got Morgs there that's got the skill in the halves to feed him good ball and put him in the positions he needs to be for scoring opportunities. Look, not much I can say negatively about him, but I'd love to see him go in round three for value. Would you take all the other fullbacks we've already spoken about before Val Holmes? Yeah, for sure, mate. That rounds out our top seven. We've I've just got four more names here that I'd like to have a chat about. Let's start with Jermaine Osako. We're seeing him move back to fullback for the Broncos, which I think is going to do absolute wonders for him. I would assume he's the goal kicker in 2020 as well. Uh, we saw him in the um, in the international nines or the World Cup nines, whatever that fiasco was called. He was just he just looked like a completely different footballer, didn't he? How, how do you see him shaping up for this year? Yeah, I like him, mate. I w- I'd be drafting him, him in my CTW, but, I mean, he'll do a job for you at fullback in your supercoach side. The thing I like about Asako is he was sitting at about a 21-22 base for 2019. That'll bump up to about 28 to 30 points in base, plus your goal kicking as well. So he's going to get you that, you know, 35 points a game without 
really doing anything special. Uh, he only scored five tries last year. That'll go up. I think the Broncos have a bounce back year, so which that's good things for Asako. And look, I've seen a couple of photos um, of him on socials, and he's ripped out of his mind. So he's looking fit, um, and he's probably ready to um, show the doubters that um, he is that skillful footballer that everyone thought he was in the beginning. How bloody good is he looking at training? He's got some pipes on him, that's for sure. He's been working on the Warwick Farms. Been doing some yards, that's for sure. Speaking of good-looking roosters, I know you're going to get some movement here. Tell me about Gutho. Gutho? Oh, yeah. Another bloke that I had last year, and um, I think I drafted him round eight, round nine, so it's fantastic value. Everyone thought I was reaching. But like Parramatta, then you're going to like Gutho because he's in absolutely everything that the Parramatta Eels do. Sort of like he, he teleports from one side of the field to the other. He can be playing the ball over on one sideline and then catch a bomb that Mitch Moses kicks over the left-hand side. So I love him because I love the Parramatta Eels this year for a lot of super coach points. If you were to draft Gutho, would you go out of your way to make sure you got Moses as well? It'd be a nice little combo if, yeah, if you had both because generally if one scores well, the other one does as well. Our next bloke, he's a real fan favourite, and he had a huge year in 2019. I'm a little bit worried about Charles Nickel Clockstead for 2020. Um, I don't think he goes backwards as a footballer, but you just don't know what that Raiders side's going to look like. Aiden Caesar's gone. George Williams comes in. Um, the entire right-hand side's gone. Um, Joey Leilua, Jordan Rapana. There's a lot of questions, marks around that side. He, his value drops a little bit for me this year. What are your thoughts on CNK? Yeah, totally agree, mate. You're hitting that on the head there with the Raiders, um, the ins, the outs, the changes. We just don't know how that attacking side looks. It's definitely going to be different from what we saw last year. You're not drafting Chance Nickel, Clockstead at 57 average. That's for sure. It's going to be a lot lower than that. So it's all going to be down to where he lands, where, he, where you can see him going. If it's value, it's value. Like if he slips into the later rounds of sort of six, seven, eight, you know, you got to take him there. But um, look, I'm with you. I wouldn't be touching him just because of the uncertainty of um, the Raiders and how they're going to attack this year. The last man on my list. We're about to get in the ring. Matty Moylan. No, yuck. Ooh, I love me some Moylan. I'm a big fan. I um, I think injuries over the last few years have uh, clouded everyone's judgment on Moylan. If we look back to 2015, 16, 17, he was a 60-plus fullback every single year. I just think that if he can get fit and stay on the park, I know it's a risk, but if he can stay fit, be on the park up with SA, link up with Ramey, and link up with Zeri. I just think there is opportunities galore there for Moylan, and I think he could be a really great value pick in your draft. about Moylan? Yeah, disgusting. Hate all of that. He played 11 games last year, mate. Like, maybe value in rounds 13 plus. Maybe bench spot for me, Jesus. Moylan. Wow. Okay. Yeah, mate, get out of your spaceship. I don't like him at all. Yes, Look, if everything goes right and he links up with SJ and Sharks are humming and he's healthy and they're scoring a lot of points, maybe. But I'm not taking that gamble that all that goes goes right. I think people will overdraft him just based on that name. Um, but, man, he's not for me. You still think pe- people will overdraft him? His name. Just on his name alone. And whoever's running off SJ, people just get so excited. It could be some random punter sitting in row three that you know throws on the one or the three to play for Sharks. But if he's running off SJ, people are all over him. 
So, mate, as you pointed out, he played 11 games in 2019, yeah? Nearly all injury-affected. Still averaged 45 without scoring a single try all year. I, I think there is serious potential here for an absolute bargain in your late rounds. Well, I reckon if he slips further um, than six or seven, then maybe you're right. But I'm not taking him before then, that's for sure. I just, I just don't like him. I just don't like the way that he carries on the field. Um, I'm not super impressed. I was When he was playing for Panthers and he was just that hectic young football that everyone was impressed with, yep, I, I was on board. But since then, he's let me down a, a few times and I just got no time for Matty Moylan. Else can draft him. You can draft him. Don't ask me twice. I'll be there. Here we go. Let's 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 have a little little wager on this. What what do you reckon he averages? I'm I'm hoping Moylan stays fit the whole year, and I think he will hit back up to. I'm going to say minimum fifty five. Fifty five. Well, that's reachable. Um, but I'll take your bet. I reckon he he averages under fifty five and has another injury in fact injury affected uh year. Over fifty five. Uh, I'm saying. Lock it in. Natty, mate, it's been a pleasure another week. Um, I'll send you my bank details so you can transfer that now. And yeah, I bullshit, will um, I'll catch you next week, yeah? No worries. Cheers, Guru. See you, brother. Thanks for tuning in to our fullbacks analysis. Coming up next week, we've got our second row forwards, um, an absolute plethora of talent in there. Um, it's going to be a big one, so stay tuned for that. Over the next few nights, we've got our Crinsden Inu interview dropping. Um, any footy fan, I would highly advise you listening to that one. Just an unbelievable story to go through. You know, Crinsden has played for so many clubs. He played in three grand finals in four years. Unfortunately, he lost all three of them, but just an unbelievable story. Um, talking about his journey in 2009 with Jared Hayne, in 2011 with Sean Johnson, in 2012 with Benny Barber, and just his life ever since he left the NRL. Later in the week, on probably Thursday or Friday, we're going to drop a new podcast where we'll be answering some of your questions. So I'm going to put on my Instagram story a spot for you guys to drop any questions you have about Supercoach, NRL, just current players, players from the past, whatever you guys are interested in. I'm going to pick the top three questions and I'm going to go through them about 10 minutes each and have a real deep dive on your questions. We'll see you over the next few days. Remember to subscribe, like and share to all your buddies. And remember, keep playing smart footy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.